Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. I just recently went to California for Coachella, and I was just so psyched to get some in and out burger. I was like, yo, I gotta go. I've seen the pictures. This looks like the best burger ever. Like, we pull up to the place, so we're on the way to in and out. We pull up to the place. They got the dudes outside. You know how they be out there, like, at the Chick-fil-A, outside to greet you and stuff? Mm. My man had a full 1950s like like uh, fast food restaurant suit on, so I was already psyched. I was like, "Oh, look! They even dressed professional. He looked so clean, cut, had the little hat, everything." So I'm happy. I ordered, of course, a double. I think it was a double uh, In and Out burger uh, with some fries and a, and a drink. Mm-hmm. Boom! Get up there. First of all, their fries are fried in sunflower oil. Ew. I don't know. And they're air fried. The French fries are air fried. When I tell y'all that meal looked amazing, it looked so amazing. It looked like it was on a commercial, like the best looking burger you could ever have. When I tell y'all that was the most trash burger I ever had in my fucking life. In it out burger is so trash. It tastes like it was made by with Caucasians. Like Caucasians definitely seasoned that burger that was no salt, no pepper. The sauce was the best shit, and you had to have the sauce on the burger or else you're just eating ground beef with no salt, no pepper, no nothing. Like it was gross. In and out burger is trash, and I can see why they support the Republicans because they're bland as well. <laughs> no matter how much money you have, no matter how famous you are, being black in America is it's tough. There's some shit going on with black people right now. From news and politics and over the middle, getting free to sports and entertainment. Touchdown! We're going to tell you exactly how we feel about it. Have some fun, man! This is Young Black and Bothered. Hey y'all, we back again for another week of the Young Black and Bothers podcast. I'm your host, Greg, a.k.a. Greggy, a.k.a. Mariachi Poppy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curvin, a.k.a. Maker Bayfield. Um, so, I'm joined by my co-host. Hey, it's your girl, Chris Cash, at Chris Cash DC. What's going on, y'all? It's CJ, 
aka C Jack City, at CJ Quiet CJ Money. What's up, everyone? It's Q. And yes, this week I am sober Q. Is uh, last week <laughs> drunk Q made an appearance, and it didn't turn out too well. So, <laughs> yes, we're, we're we're sober today. Um, he won't you'll get my social medias at the end. What's up, everybody? It's Tony, aka Tony the Artist. Uh, you can follow me at Tony the Artist 06, and I'm glad to be here for another week. So we're back again for another week. I just, I guess we need to start. Hi, um, we had a long, extended weekend thanks to Labor Day. Um, how was everybody's weekend? It was actually good for me. It was like the first weekend that I actually got out the house because I've been kind of cooped up in my house, and I feel like I had a good time. I saw some good people, met some good people. It was just good vibes, really. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a good weekend, man. It was peaceful. Uh, Friday, I stayed home. Saturday, I linked up. Ended up linking up with Chris Saturday. Um, we went to a little cookout. Uh, and it's the next day, I had a cookout with my family. So it was a little. It was chill. It was short. It wasn't short, but it was short. I wish it was longer. <laughs> if it would have been to like Wednesday. Yeah, Labor Day. That's what we need, Labor Day. That's true. At least our good friend Columbus Day is coming up. No. Do they celebrate Indigenous that? Indigenous People's Day. No. Is that what it's called? They did change it. They changed it. Indigenous no, People's but Day. I'm, but I'm saying, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just know they haven't changed. They have not updated the house calendar to say Indigenous People's Day. It's still so strong. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say, though. <laughs> Shout out to Congress. Remember who's in charge? The Republicans. It's their <laughs> calendar. <laughs> so I guess I need to say this uh, before it gets too late. Um, so I need everybody to send prayers to my grandfather, who I found out that he's in the hospital. Um, nobody's trying to tell me anything right now. My mother, grandmother, and like that. So I did like what everybody else does. I put it on Facebook and I already got people like, is he dead? And I'm like, if he's in the hospital, he's not dead. Like, wow. Yeah. So it, it's weird, man. Um, oh. and, like, well, for me, like I had cousins that were messaging me on Facebook before anything had even popped off. So when my mom called me, I already knew that she was trying to keep it away from me. But I mean, mm-hmm. either way, um, you know, just keeping the press. it was weird because we just had our family reunion like two weeks ago and I saw him and he wasn't looking too well. So, you know, I told my grandmother, my mother, and, like, my aunts, I was like, hey, I might want to take a picture with him now, because I don't know the next time he's going to be standing up on all two. So, she was like, well, Greg, don't talk like that, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I'm not jinxing. I'm just saying, like, you know, when you have an elderly, like, family member and you see them, you know, I don't want to say sickly, but they're not looking like the last time you saw them, you, right. you know, just try to appreciate them while they're here, because a lot of people don't. Um, which it prompted me to go and look for a photo of my aunt. And I had a video, like, I don't know if most of you have, like, a family member where, like, you were close to them before, like, cell phones were a thing or something like that. So I had a flip phone video of me and my aunt's house who passed away. And I, for some reason, she always had this thing where she never liked taking photos or anything like that. So I had had the camera phone out, and we were all talking and kicking and laughing. 
some reason, I could never get a video or photo of her. So this video didn't have her face in it at all, but you could hear the audio of her. So it was kind of creepy. I was like, dang, like, <sighs> anyway, so I went on a tangent, but this is actually our 25th episode, everybody. 25 episodes. Wow. We, we hit a milestone pretty quick. Um, I think like Button and them were in like the 170s, but you know, we record like twice a week. Most people only record like once every other week. They take long breaks and stuff like that. You know, since last week, we've been pretty consistent trying to do that, which is a good thing. So, I mean, I appreciate, you know, the four of you for doing what you do every week because I could not put up with me weekly. So thank you for that. Um, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, Overcast, um, Stitcher, all those other good things. And we actually just got a sponsorship with T Public. Um, they make custom T-shirts. Um, it's all oh, wow. yeah. It, it's becoming a thing. Um, I did not realize that the podcast was being listened to this much. But I guess when people subscribe, even if they only subscribe once, they still get the alerts. So they're like, all right, even if I only listen for, you know, 10, 15 minutes, a listen is a listen. And we do appreciate what you do. Um, we haven't gotten any new reviews this week. And it's been a really short week because of the holidays. So the news topics aren't that great like they usually are. So I guess we might as well get into them. So right off the bat. Uh, Hong Kong. Apparently, there's a thing where you know people are sleeping in McDonald's instead of sleeping in their homes. Uh, I personally don't see a problem with this, but a lot of people are. Um, they did a research study on it, saying that there's no reason why they call them Mc refugees in Hong Kong, saying that. They visited 110 of Hong Kong's 24-hour outlets, and about 70% of the people said that they had no other place to go, you know, or their rent was too expensive where they lived. So they live in like public housing flats or subsidized units. So they just rather sleep in a McDonald's because it had free Wi-Fi, cheap food, and a bathroom that basically all amenities should have in most apartments. But I guess it's cleaner in McDonald's. In Hong Kong, I've never seen a Hong Kong bathroom at McDonald's, but if there's anything like DC's, I would not fuck with any of them. So, <sighs> well, you know that Hong Kong is extremely, you know they 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 build up. They're like very, I think they're very overpopulated. Yeah, and their houses, I think that they're running. They might be running out of land. Mm-hmm. So you know, people are on this new fad. You know, a background architecture. But you know, like people are running into this new fad of these tiny houses, and yeah. in America, I think tiny houses are fad. Oh, this is cool, you know. But it's not realistic to me. It's not, you know. People try to be more efficient. You know, mm-hmm. I know. I do know in America. We over, um, we do things with too much. I don't know what that's called, but we do too much. So we eat too much. We we try to be too lavish with everything. Even our house, we want a huge house. We don't need a huge house. But there is such a thing as. Um, it's too tiny, like, and yeah. I think that you can't build houses that are that small. People aren't going to be able to live in them. They're not mentally. They're not going to. They're not going to positively affect people's mentality. So if people are living in these fast food places, and there's a reason, like they can't function in these tiny quarters, mm-hmm. and they need to figure out a way um, 
to, to do this better. They need to find some urban plant, well, some planners for Hong Kong. They need to find some architects that can better design and maybe that they need to move people out of Hong Kong yeah. to maybe some other kind of cities or territories around there. Exactly. Anybody else have any other opinions about that? So, moving right along. Um, do any of you actually, what's the last cereal that you have eaten? <laughs> Fruit Loops. Given that, given that I'm lactose intolerant, I don't eat cereal. Wait. I'm definitely lactose intolerant. Ethnic problem. <laughs> So y'all don't use like almond milk or what's the other milk that people? You know, don't use almond. No, almond milk is bad for you. It's arsenic in there. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, so, you guys should drink this milk. It's lactose free. It has all your omega threes. Fair life milk. Fair. I love it. It does not give me the bubble guts, and it's so good. But it's very expensive. It's not cheap, y'all. So if y'all could give me a discount for shouting y'all out, it would be cool. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> question, you know, the big question is, are they on GoPuff? Because you know we're trying to work out a sponsorship with them. Too. Yeah, you know, they actually are on GoPuff. That's funny. <laughs> it's a choice you could get. But GoPuff been doing me dirty, man. They show up mad late. Oh, boy. It's like four hours to get some rolling papers. Like, by then, I'm just thinking, Whatever. So, I mean, I haven't had cereal in a while, but this one cereal I actually frown upon whenever I see it in a store. Um, honey, what is it? Honey Smacks. So apparently, they still sell yeah, that's my dad's favorite cereal. He love that shit. <laughs> with the frog, yeah, yeah with, with the, the frog. frog with the that looks like he might be homeless. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Well, tell wow. him not to eat it because apparently 30 more people are sick after eating the cereal, which has been recalled in June over salmonella concerns. Ooh. Uh, yeah. We so tell Pops not to eat that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, smack and get you smacked. Hey, what? <laughs> yeah, so basically, in a Tuesday update, the CDC told retail, uh, retailers not to sell it at all and told customers who already have it not to eat it. Um, now, my thing is, how is Honey Smack still a thing, but you know, what is it, Cookie Crisp isn't anymore, or is it that, or is it Cinnamon Toast Crunch that isn't? They were no, they, they make those, they came back, a lot of them came back, it was a time where, when, you know, when they put all those laws in place that were saying, like, you can't have any um, high fructose corn syrup and shit in your food, uh-huh. and everybody was switching to the whole grain, it was like, wait, these cereals were, like, trash for so many years, like, what are we gonna make it out of? Exactly. So they took a little break, made a new formula like now cookie christmas whole grain like and it don't mm. even taste the same yeah some stuff just why ruin it it was all if we already knew it was unhealthy and we liked it just let us enjoy that shit like um what is that uh like lucky charms that was the sweetest cereal i've ever had in my life but it was delicious but now i want to cut back on the sugar on that as well just why this doesn't make any sense i was a weird child i used to take out the marshmallows and eat the browns the marshmallows made that shit way too sweet. I, took, I didn't like them joints. I'm like, ew, but I like the brown cereal. It's so good. And my friends were like, you're so weird. I actually like honey buds and oats. They're like, I'll I take your marshmallows. Mine, I definitely like fruit loops. I couldn't stand Captain Crunch. I like the mm. but I had to eat them fast. But my favorite cereal was honey nut Cheerios and fruit loops. 
Mm. Now you said you didn't like. I like the oops all berries one. <laughs> I cannot stand Happy Crunch. It goes soggy way too fast, and that shit is not okay. It does. It was better than Frosted Flakes, though. Frosted Flakes, like you had to eat that in the first two minutes. I love Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes is great. Okay. And you can top up a banana in that joint. Yeah. Yeah. That's the last cereal I had was Frosted Flakes. Chop that banana up in that joint. I'm about to eat a bowl right now. Y'all, you got me. You got the four bowl of Fruit Loops. <laughs> well, speaking of white things that are very addictive, um, so Demi Lovato's drug dealer, mm. that, <laughs> he said that she knew the risk of the drugs that she took. Um, so Brandon Johnson, the fact that we even know this man's name, like, not my dealer, anyway. Um, he told TMZ she texted me at 4 a.m. because she's a girl and she wanted to kick it and hung out. She has long hours and stressful days, so she wanted to unwind. 100% she knew what she was taking. The aftermarket pills and they're much stronger. She, Demi, understood fully and understood what was going to happen. Why are you talking? <laughs> what have... This is going to sound so mean. She knew the risk. <laughs> but I don't have any sympathy for when I hear the people overdose on drugs. Like, yeah. what do you think is going to happen? Like, there is a huge risk of overdosing. Like, there's a huge risk that you don't know what it is that you're taking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I don't feel about it. I feel like, oh, man, there's such a tragedy. The tragedy is not that they overdose. The tragedy is that they want drugs in person. Exactly. But, I mean, they said that Demi be lying, so, I mean, I'm going with that notion because I can't really believe she did not know. And then, never mind, never mind. I know somebody's listening either. Fuck Greg. Okay, well, fuck you. Too. No, 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 let's talk about it. Because people always want to demonize the drug dealers. Like, they're doing, these people are not, you know what I'm saying? Like, they go after these things. They go after, like, when Whitney Houston died, Whitney Houston was my favorite singer for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And... When I heard it, I was like, I knew it was coming. Like, I knew it was coming. Like, I, I wasn't surprised. I'm just sad that I can't hear new music from her. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't sad that she overdosed. Like, you had your... You can't blame a drug dealer. Like, everybody's like, well, who got hurt? Who got hurt? That's not the problem. The problem is that she was hooked on it. There was something else going on that she felt like she needed to do these things. Exactly. You always have a risk when you get addicted to substances. So, I'm sorry, Demi, but I don't, I don't think that's fine. Yeah, I agree, man. I honestly, I don't really feel sympathy for her either. So, I mean, if she gets better, you know, that's fine. But, I mean, her and people like Ben Affleck have the luxury of going to rehab, coming out 12 days later. So. And not just going to rehab, not just going to any, any, any type of rehab. They go to the gold rehabs that we can't afford. Like club, club med. <laughs> yeah, I just no, it's not for me. Not for me. Um, something that is addictive that apparently people tell me I've never had it. Um, In and Out Burger. This was a big story this week. Um, so the company donated twenty five thousand dollars to the Republican Party, prompting Democrats to demand a boycott. 
Um, me personally. <laughs> oh, can I get Why? Go ahead, Greg. <laughs> but I got something to say about it now. <laughs> Why? Well, here's the thing. I don't have much to say about this. I wanted to just lay this on y'all because, I mean, this headline speaks for itself. So what? I mean, what else is there for me to say? They did. Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> I just recently went to California for Coachella, and I was just so psyched to get some In and Out Burger. I was like, "Yo, I gotta go." I've seen the pictures. This looks like the best burger ever. Like we pull up to the place, so we on the way to In and Out. We pull up to the place. They got the dudes outside. You know how they be out there, like at the Chick-fil-A outside to greet you and stuff. Mm. My man had a full 1950s like like uh, fast food restaurant suit on. So I was already psyched. I was like, oh, look, they even dressed professional. He looked so clean, cut, had the little hat, everything. So I'm happy I ordered, of course, a double, I think it was a double uh, In-N-Out burger uh, with some fries and a, and a drink. Mm-hmm. Boom. Get up there. First of all, their fries are fried in sunflower oil. Ew. I don't know. And they're air fried. The French fries are air fried. When I tell y'all that meal looks amazing, it looks so amazing. It looked like it was on a commercial, like the best looking burger you could ever have. When I tell y'all that was the most trash burger I ever had in my fucking life. In it out burger is so trash. It tastes like it was made by with Caucasians. Like Caucasians definitely seasoned that burger. There was no salt, no pepper. The sauce was the best shit, and you had to have the sauce on the burger, or else you're just eating ground beef with no salt, no pepper, no nothing. Mm. Like it was gross. In and out burger is trash, and I can see why they support the Republicans because they're bland as well. <laughs> right. Well, I'm don't nobody really eat that burger. shit. That joint look all right. They look better than it tastes. Well, Where is In and Out Burger? It's only on the West Coast. Oh, that makes Vegas. sense. They have them in Vegas. They got it in um, LA. Blah blah blah. But In and Out is trash. That joint not even good. Well. Going I was so happy to see it too. It wasn't even like I sliced it. It was just bad. Sure. Y'all need to go to cookout. The cookout. Yeah, that's my next spot. Cook- Speaking of the cookout, because I know the cookout is basically like a North Carolina, South Carolina thing. Um, authorities say a South Carolina woman has been charged with murder after killing her husband by putting eye drops in his water for several days. Mm-hmm. It can happen. I saw that on ID Discovery. Yeah, York County deputies said 53-year-old Lana Clayton confessed to investigators after an autopsy uncovered a high amount of Jesus. That's a long ass word. Te- what is this? Tetrahydronazine. Wow, that is a fucking long word. And I fucked that up. Tank. <laughs> um, oh, I tanked that one. <laughs> <laughs> the chemical is found in over-the-counter eye drops such as vitamins. So they could have just said. She's used, you know, Visine in order to do that. Nah, because Visine, like, don't put us, put that on us. <laughs> we ain't do it. <laughs> so then people would never use uh, Visine again. Yep. So she was also charged with malicious tampering with the drug product or food. Um, jail records did not indicate she had a lawyer. I just wanted to show that because it reminded me of Dennis the Menace. Uh, when, when he put the eye drops in like the dude's 
I forgot what he did, but either way, I've seen that in a movie. He put the address in the drink, and he gave my diarrhea or some shit. Oh, yep. See, that's what it was. Yeah. And then what was that that book that uh, Tucker Max did a couple years ago, where the girl put eye drops in his drink and he like took it on the first date or something? <laughs> something, yeah. I was, I don't know. So, I guess moving on. Uh, y'all boy Orlando Brown. That's my nigga. <laughs> and you know what? He actually really makes good music, y'all. And I'm just, I'm just sad he's crazy or drugged up. I was just telling my aunt about him, and she was like, I have no idea who this is. So I showed her a picture of when he was on That's So Raven, and then I showed her a picture now, and she was like, that is not the same person. I said, it is. <laughs> CJ, you got some feedback coming in. Okay. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm going to Well... So let me, let me read this article. So Orlando Brown arrested after uh, after the cops find him on the roof of a Las Vegas restaurant. I want y'all to actually see this man's mugshot. This shit is absolute madness. How do I make it so I'm not just me? So this is this man's. Whose man is this? <laughs> This is so bad, Lando. Like, what's going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> he looks what? like an alien. Hey, listen, listen, listen. This is not a recent picture, though. This is a picture from a while ago. Oh, boy. This is bad. I hope he does look like that now because he was looking worse. Yeah. yeah, this is this is not a recent picture. This is. <laughs> this nigga look like... And I be t- trying to tell my aunt, I was like, he's not that much older than me. He's got to be like, what, 30? Mm-hmm. Like, he than- looks like he's about 51. Yeah, he probably like thirty or thirty-four. He he could play Lil B in like the biopic. That's how bad. That is. <laughs> so I I don't even have like I don't even want to read the article. He's been arrested enough. He's like the new Cat Williams for this generation. Like, all right, you know, he ain't done comedy, but still. Um, the crazy thing is, is that it's funny how people are so relevant and they are relevant for everything except what they should be relevant for. Yeah. You don't work enough. You don't do enough stuff for you to be in the news as oh, much. Right. I'm tired of seeing you. So, um, most of us watch the Cosbys, but we might not remember the characters, right? Mm. So, this was a story that I didn't follow too much. Q might be able to, like, tie this one in for me. But, okay. so, God, uh, Jeffrey Owens from the Cosby Show Apparently he was working at Whole Foods. Um, somebody Not Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. It was Trader Joe's. Oh well. Yeah, Trader Joe's. So wait, which which one is better, Trader Joe's or Whole Foods? Trader Joe's. Yeah, Trader Joe's. One, yeah, Trader Joe's is cheaper too. Uh, that's why they like none in DC. I get three dollar uh, wine. There are plenty in DC. Actually, there's one near um, Noma now. Oh, they wow. just opened. And there's one by my house. And there's one. I was going to and there's one on Fourteenth Street. Mm. There and there's one at Eastern Market too. Yeah, that's the one by me. Oh, so basically they got us up out of DC and then they put Trader Joe's up. I thought it was <laughs> you know Trader Joe's actually, actually not even that. Like, they They're... got they got rid of us. They got rid of us out of DC and they put they put Trader Joe's and Whole Foods because now Whole Foods is popping up everywhere. They need to open the Whole Foods and Navy Yard. That joint's been under construction for years. It's supposed to be open within the next month. 
Thank you. Please. I'm tired of going all the way to 8th Street. The host fools A Street bomb and shit too. <laughs> it be too crowded, yo. It do be like, crowded. Yeah, like, goddamn. They, they hot bar. They hot bar off the But you know what? The sushi line belongs in there. Any Whole Foods is off the is, is on point. <laughs> Whole Foods has really good um craft beer. Mm, I believe it. They have they have ten dollar orange juice too. Damn. Whoa, whoa. Bro, wait, I know. That's wild. You go to the machine. Twist, twist, twist. Is it alcohol in that motherfucker? Nope. <laughs> uh, is that the orange from the Garden of Eden? Like the nope. Adam and Eve? Bro? You that's cranked it out yourself, though. You cranked it yourself. You want me to pay $10 to crank that shit myself? No. Yep. $10. Their, their um, carrot orange smoothie, $7. Guess who's not going to find that? For a cup. And that's what I and that's what I order. I'm like seven dollars for this. You gotta pay for us not to kill you, niggas. <laughs> you know what? Being healthy is so fucking expensive. It's not even it funny. It is. Yeah, it's really disturbing. And I like that yeah, they cut so pasta exactly, for you. There. That's that's exactly why. That's exactly why there are no there are no grocery stores in in, in high poverty areas. Ooh, let me talk about this because my thesis was on food deserts. <laughs> that shit is a fucking setup. I don't care what nobody else. It's called environmental racism mm-hmm. because the areas that are usually in these quote food desert areas are black people, and like it's always a center. So it's like central Baltimore. The whole map for the food desert Baltimore it never changes. It's always red right in the center because those are our black low income populations. My assumption would be that you will put more investment into these lower income areas. Because you would make people need groceries. Like these people who are low income don't have vehicles because you know low income, and they don't have access to anything more than what they um, can get to on like a bus. Let, let me. I, I gotta disagree on that. People who live in low in, in income areas don't have cars. That's the first thing they buy. That's the first thing. Like they can, they'll lose their place. They'll move. They won't have no food. But they don't have. They don't get a car. Anything they gotta pay cash. Go to go to the joint down the street. Pay go to the corner lot down the street, pay five hundred dollars and have a hoopty. No, I'm saying the areas that are identified as food deserts, like official food deserts, Mm -hmm, they're identified as food food deserts because they're high poverty and no access, meaning the people don't have cars. So the areas that people have cars, they're just low access. They're not food deserts. But these areas that are actually legit food deserts, it's it's a setup because the grocery stores you can find like little neighborhood places like little shit to put up there so that people have access. People are getting their groceries from like freaking um, corner stores and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Put these grocery stores in the right Yeah, area. the health of, yeah, I know that we have that pro, of course we have that, there's a corner store right across from my house that has that because like, and you're, because the Safeway that's in Southeast is trash. It's trash. All Safeways are trash, and I don't care what nobody say. They are. It's up. It's up. <laughs> I got some bomb ass guacamole from the Safeway at Greg's house the other day. <laughs> is this a white area that you went, Greg? More, more Spanish than white. I don't know. That's probably why. Duh, the fuck. It was bomb as hell. Yeah, I think that's the only thing I can actually get out of there. That's not soda or something like beverage. I mean, like, even the first place of meat is not the greatest. You got to go to, like you said, Whole Foods or something like that and get proper cuts of meat. They don't know how to cut a ribeye at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. We, we done went so far left. We got to get back to the top. Yeah, let's get yeah, let's get back to Jeffrey Owens, please. So, <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey Owens. Apparently, somebody recorded him working at you know Trader Joe's. Posted on social media and Twitter blew up. You know how Black Twitter does. Like. Not even, not even Twitter. Not even Twitter blew up after Fox News and the Daily Mail. I think it was the Daily Mail. They they basically job shamed him. And it's like Jeffrey Owens graduated from Yale. He's still acting. He's a professor. He teaches. He teaches um, like opera and the classics or whatever. I was like, I definitely just saw the nigga in a movie or a show or something. And and he basically was like, I work at I work at Trader Joe's because it allows me the flexibility mm-hmm. to to continue to act to to continue to teach, and it allows me to support my family. What the fuck is wrong? What, why? Why are we shaming? Why are we shaming people because of the places they work? If you're making an honest living, you're taking care of your family, you're paying your tax, you're paying taxes, you're you're being a responsible citizen in this unresponsible um, country. What is the problem that he he's working at Trader Joe's? No because the problem is not a that prob- people should not be a problem. Him. People recognize him as a celebrity. So if you go from a celebrity to bagging groceries, people are like, oh, shit. But he's he really still, 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 but he's still a celebrity. <laughs> but here's the thing, only, though, that you can't, wait, when it comes to celebrities, you cannot, I, you cannot judge them. I was reading this article. It's funny because I was reading this thing today about Marla Gibbs. I don't know who Marla Gibbs is, the mother of mm-hmm. 57. And it was like, this thing, she was like, when I was on the Jeffersons, I was still working for some airline company she used to work at. And she was like, I worked there for two years after I had already gotten the part on the Jeffersons. She was like, it allowed me the flexibility. I was wanted the extra money. You know, it's like... Wasn't she like a flight attendant or something? Yeah, she was doing something with the airlines. I was like, you know, you can't really judge people. Now, some people, yeah, they did fall on hard times. Mm -hmm. But but we don't know. And I will say that I definitely did just see that man playing on something. Because I looked him up and I was like, yo, he's a big boy. He's doing some weight. He did look big as hell in that pic. (laughs) Yeah, he's a big boy. But, but my thing know, was, y'all act like he was Bill Cosby. Like he, yeah, he was, was never super famous. The sister's boyfriend. I mean, yeah. that nigga was down the line like shit. He was a Bama too <laughs> on the show. He yeah, played he Bama. Like yeah. that was that was his role. Yeah, but I, guess, I, don't, I don't know. The thing that the thing that gets me is you're 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 shaming someone. I mean, and, and it, it doesn't even have to be a celebrity. I just think of think of. Think of just everyday society. We look at people and we judge people because of where they work or the things that they do in order. Like, my thing is, if you're making an honest living, you're not out on the streets selling dope, running bags, doing this or whatever. Rob, well, Rob, you're making, Rob motherfuckers. Like, you're making, a, you're making an honest living. You're taking care of your family. What the fuck is wrong with that? Because in the same token, you judging that man for having a job at Trader Joe's. What if the... Which which gonna stop happening? Nobody has a job at Trader Joe's because everything's self checkout, and you know what I'm saying he don't have that job no more. He's looking for a new income, and he and he talking your ass in your pocket. Then what? Right. So shut right. the fuck up, right? <laughs> first of all, first of all, Sandra Hustle's boyfriend ain't gonna be checking my pockets. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now, like not Jeffrey Owen. Sorry, Jeff, you're not doing that. That's not you. <laughs> Well, apparently yeah, but- Tyler Perry is being nice. I saw that. 
I love Tom Ferry. I don't care what I y'all don't. say. I, mean, I love Tom Ferry. I added you on my music videos just to let you know. I love you, man. Put me on something. Yeah, put me on. I can be somebody. I, the only thing with Tyler Perry. Don't let me get beat on though. The only thing I have with Tyler Perry is stop using stop using the same five, six, seven recycled actors and actresses in every movie. But you know what though? Every he director likes do that. Every director does that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Quentin Tarantino uses the same three or four motherfuckers if he can find. You love Samuel Jackson. Oh my god! <laughs> if you look at a different world, god, damn like, nigga. if you did like a different world, this is one dude. Like he played like six different people on that show. Like the dean played like three different people. <laughs> oh, you talking like, about pops? <laughs> no, who? So on a different world, Kimberly Reese's boyfriend at the end, she about to get married. He about to propose. Shit, he had dreadlocks in the time. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, he, he was. Wasn't he a student, too? Yeah, he played, like, Ron's <laughs> classmate. He played somebody early in the beginning. Willie's first boyfriend, when the show first started, her first boyfriend played, uh, actually, another one of her boyfriends later on in the show. He played her boyfriend twice, but as two different people. <laughs> like, niggas ain't going to know. All, I know yeah. Spielberg be having the same people in his joint all the time, too. Mm-hmm. But I do agree that Tyler Perry definitely does use the same people. And when you put the same people in the same, like, if you got Taraji Henson, so, so, uh, what's her name, Cicely Tyson, Shamar Moore, if you put them in one movie, oh, okay, then you put them all together again in the same, another movie, then after a while, it does look like the same exact thing over and over again. Like Adam Sandler does it. Adam Sandler. Yeah, he loved doing it. Oh, yeah. my God. He be having a, uh, what's his name in every movie? What's his Rob Schneider. Name? Right, it's Rob Schneider, yeah. <laughs> but he be in all his movies, too. Yeah, he do. <laughs> he do, yeah. Like, I love that movie, Hot Chick. That's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask y'all, um, is City Girls actually canceled? No. They'll be straight. I fucks with them. What the fuck I mean, that? y'all act like, this is how Miami joints talk. I mean, they talk, they beef with the Haitian Jones. The Haitian Jones talk about them being poor and broke. It's like, you know, certain regions got their own little beef. I wouldn't necessarily jump on and say, oh, they being colorist and all that stuff. But like even D.C., even DC, like there's ghetto joints that beef with the gay dudes here. And they'd be like, man, I don't fuck with gay dudes, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think they're necessarily homophobic, but they more mad at the clique. If that makes sense. I think it pays now to be confrontational and people just want to be confrontational. Yep. My thing is, what the fuck do they expect a city girl to say? Like, what do you... Yeah, like, what do you expect their point of view and perspective to be? Like, honestly, like, would you expect Michelle Obama? Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, why is this being brought out of proportion? Oh, they shouldn't have... This is what they... They just not... They don't fuck with this. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. Like, America is sensitive as fuck these days. It's like anything you say is just a negative. I think Joe Button said it earlier today. He was like, America's just sensitive. It's getting, I don't want to say gay, but it's like. I said that. Like, everybody's so sensitive about everything. It's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, Yeah. Your face so pretty to me, make up and make it. Nah. 
your face so pretty to me, makeup could make it. But I think that I'm done tripping, I'm trip tripping, I've been sipping, that's how I control this feeling. You keep giving and I keep on winning, you know that I could be the perfect young nigga for you. Baby girl, your love got me tripping on you. You know my love is big enough, got you tripping on me. Yeah, it's big enough, got you dripping on me. Dripping on me. My bad is your bed for you dripping on me. Dripping on me. My bed is your bed for you dripping on me. Dripping on me. But it ain't cool how you be playing. And I don't dig how you keep me waiting. Your feelings switch up too much, girl, it's confusing. Cause you tell me we're friends. Then the next day I'm your friend, what I end. I don't put in work. Fucked up, came back again. I jump in a booth. I don't need a pad or a pen to say how I feel. I can't keep bottling it in. I'm addicted to you. Your love, I gotta get. Ain't trying to waste it. You got me running around and I never chase it. Your face so pretty to me, makeup ain't make it. Your face so pretty to me, makeup can make it. But I think that I'm done tripping. I'm trip tripping. I've been sipping. That's how I control. But we do have a good piece of news, which I've been waiting on for a solid, what, two, three years? Colin Kaepernick. Uh, yeah, it's coming home. Hey, oh, hey, let's, we go, y'all do the good news, and I'm going to go on the bad news with it. We're going <laughs> with it. It's not, it's, it's not me, you know what I'm saying? It's just me coming at people for coming at this. But go ahead. Okay. <laughs> You know, I, I want somebody else to leave this because I, I have a comment. I don't want to take over. To so, who who wants to go? Q, take this over, and I'm going to make a comment. Okay. So, so for those of you who have been living under, under a rock for the last two days, Nike announced that Colin Kaepernick is going to be their their featured star or their their featured spokesperson for their thirtieth. For the 30th anniversary, 30th or the 35th, I can't, 30th anniversary of the Just Do It camp, Just Do It campaign. And it also was announced that they've been taking care of him this whole time, um, that he's been ostracized, uh, blackballed, cannibalized from the league because he, this, because he, you know, he thought he was the one that started kneeling during the national anthem and the conservative owners of the NFL didn't like that shit. Keep going. I don't see what the fucking big deal was. I don't see what the, I, I don't, don't even it. understand why he was out of work this long. I understand like, it's a football thing, but somewhere somebody should have gave it. It shouldn't have taken this long. In the game. Because, they, because, and I know that we were, was not going to talk, talk about the orange the the orange man that's in that's in the White House tonight, but all because he went on his he used his little tweeters, his little twiddlers, <laughs> and started bitching on Twitter about you should respect the flag. I'm sorry, sir. You don't even know the words to the anthem. Should shut the fuck up. Bingo. I don't. The man. The man. Pretty much. Out of, he's pretty thing. much. Go ahead. Ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 my fault. Got so I don't think that's the issue. I think that for me, it's like 
let somebody have their opinion. If he wants to kneel, like, let him kneel. Like, that's his, that's his and right. He, and he's kneel. not kneeling to disrespect. He's not kneeling to disrespect the flag. He's kneeling to protest police, police brutality against blacks in America. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. This shit is happening. This shit is happening. When you have police that's, that's shooting black people, that's shooting <laughs> black people for no reason, that you have white people who's calling the police on black people for doing things that is not illegal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what is that? <laughs> like, it is a problem. And until we address it, and until some noise is being made, and, and until some rich white people lose some money, God damn it, we need to, it's time to speak up on it. The fact that he don't have a job and was ridiculed for nearly anyways a violation of some type of citizen rights anyway. Like, what the... Oh, I oh, can't sit up for the flag now? Um, it's called the First <laughs> like, Amendment, and it's called freedom of speech. Freedom yeah. of speech does not have to... Does not have to include what... And it also includes freedom of expression. It does, speech doesn't have to include what you say. It's the nonverbal things, that, nonverbal statements that you make as well. He didn't. He didn't say a word, but his act, just the mere action of him kneeling to the national anthem was a statement in itself. And you I wonder if if Barack Obama was still president, if he kneeled, what would have been the outcome? Like, would it have? Man, would this have shit wouldn't have been a story. It wouldn't right. have been a story. <laughs> So that's how you know. Like, Republicans, Republicans would have made yeah. Republicans and 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 their country white folks that voted for them and voted for this orang- orangutan that's currently disgracing the White House would have made their little noise. They would, and then they would have got back. They would have got their shotguns and started shooting beer in the backyard. Got their six their six packs of beer and. Would have curled up in front of their TV to watch the to watch the watch NFL Sunday like everybody else. I, I will I will respect the government more or that little that little dude who's their president who's in the office right now. I respect them more if they just say, "Hey, y'all, uh, we be throwing the constitutions and all that shit out, so don't even pay that shit no attention." Yeah, I'm talking about your motives. Yeah, they might as well just say that. We don't we don't we don't run with this shit no more, y'all. Get this shit out of here. Yeah, we're just going to tell you what to do and you should do it. Yep. It's going to happen November 6th. Mm-hmm. When, Remember the date. When the Republicans lose the House. Hey! When Republicans I already know. I'm, house, ha- I'm happy about that. Hey! When, when Republicans <laughs> lose the House, and then they try to start a civil war because, oh shit. Okay, okay, here some, we go. We about to throw some light on what the fuck is go- really going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, if they uh, don't yeah. lose the House, I am so serious. I'm leaving. No, I want to like, hear. I got to go. I want to hear Chris's thoughts on this one because I feel like it's just bubbling up right now. <laughs> what about losing the house? Mm-hmm. I mean, the inevitable is going to happen. If it's not, I mean, if by some reason, I mean, the numbers do match Hillary right now. So mm-hmm. that's kind of concerning. Yeah. Like Hillary was in the lead too and see what happened. Yeah. But I really encourage everyone who is against Donald Trump. I don't care if you're Republican Democrat or anything, like please go out and vote Democrat because it's I a, promise you, even, they will go and impeach him. Out to vote. They and will. <laughs> wait, they will start to impeach. 
Parliament proceedings. Just vote Democrat, man. And, and we can't and, do it if, if all those Republicans is there. We just really can't. Y'all gotta, you gotta get them out of here, man. But you know what? And, people do not feel comfortable voting anymore. And I used to be one of the people like, you know, my fraternity, they have that whole, um, a voteless people is a hopeless people thing. They encourage people to vote. Shout out to Yeah, 06. And I think that <laughs> I was one of the people like, who was so jaded. You know, we had this whole woke thing. And I will say that, you know, a lot of things do wake you up. And it's like, I understand why people don't vote. Like, I understand, like, after voting, and, and when What's-His-Face is running for president, like, I voted for somebody that I didn't even want to win, but I knew that we couldn't let the other person win. And when you put on the TV screen to the American people that Hillary Clinton won the election and then somebody else wins the election, Mm. People are like, then what the fuck did I just go vote for? Like, what was the purpose of this? Like, why are you telling me to go vote? And then I vote. And then the person that obviously the entire country voted for doesn't win the election. I'm not doing this again. And I'm, I'm also, unfortunately, one of those people that I just don't want to. We, but we have to. And here's my public service announcement. If you, you, if you are not registered, if you're, wait, just wait. If you're not registered to vote, if you're not registered to vote, get, find out when the, fi- when the registration deadline is, is in your state, wherever you're listening to this podcast, to this podcast is from. Find out, register, and get your ass to, out to vote on November 6th in the PSA. All right. So can I, can I, can I comment on the Kaepernick shit? Yes, you can. Go ahead. <laughs> so, okay. it's, a lot of be- it's a lot of people giving Nike hell for this move, talking about some, they did it for profit, they did it to try to gain some type of money grab off of uh, off their bottom line. Because I hate the- those people. I'm like, yo, so the fuck what did they do? They're pushing the agenda at the same time. Mm-hmm. As long as they do, they sit off no negative shit. Nobody but, but you see that that's what people used to do in like civil rights time. Like mm-hmm. they hop on the bandwagon for whatever MLK was doing or the, the bus boycotts, all that. Like they've been doing that for years. Like why so like what? what is the problem, yeah? Like what is the if problem? Have, yeah. <laughs> like what's the problem? Nothing that get, like they all they did nobody's ever done nothing like this as far as like a big company. Nike didn't have to do shit. I think that this entire situation is unprecedented and like people acting like you can use this has never happened before. It's never happened. Blackballed all the time, but like something like this, like this is unprecedented. A company like like, as big yeah, as big as they are, they have the power to to go to war with the NFL. They do. They can fuck the NFL up. (laughs) People be acting like the president got the power. Let me tell you something. All these little commercial people, Nike, um, Under Armour, those niggas with power. Sports is what runs the fucking country. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. I don't care if you're black, white, racist, non-racist. Sports is what runs the country. Like it runs the world. Like, you go to Spain, people hate black people, but they're gonna be there for that soccer game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know who's heading Nike right now, but I'm pretty sure it is my person of color, mm-hmm. or like there's some influential marketer of, that's a person of color because I know someone who works for Nike and they had a party for the people of color that work for Nike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, literally, it was out in Oregon. It was just, you know, celebrating y'all. Because y'all helped make the business great. And that's where it started, right? In Oregon, like, right? Yeah, it really... I, I you, You've been like... I, yeah, it's in Bend, Oregon. That's I think that's where the headquarters are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
or maybe it's in Portland, I'm not sure, but I know it's in Oregon. Oregon. And oh, Chris cut out. But I'm, I want to say it was Portland. Like the state that's open. Have y'all watched like Portlandia? Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> uh, Just happy white people. <laughs> do we have any more thoughts on Nike and, you know, Colin Kaepernick? Cause I, yes, I do. Okay, be unapologetically black, okay? And if somebody don't give you a job, just keep fighting. Because I feel like we hear about, okay, David is Colin Kaepernick, but I haven't really heard what Colin Kaepernick himself is doing. But don't let that shit stop you. Keep doing the same shit you're doing. Being black and brown in America, like you right now, we at a serious war, okay? No one, well, I shouldn't even say no one shouldn't because they are. We at a war right now, okay? And somebody got to lose. That's all mm -hmm. I said. Yeah. And Nike was a big fucking addition. Thank you. <laughs> but now all other companies starting to have a Chevrolet. Like, oh, niggas like Impalas too. Yeah, we about to come too. <laughs> hey, though, we need a Timberland to come out and be like, hey, we fucking with the niggas. Hey, you already know New York held us down for years. And no, look, they still wearing no faces in New York. Cadillac so no about to hop on that. Tommy Hilfiger gonna come out and be like, hey, look, my bad, y'all. <laughs> Tommy, you see what you was doing, Tommy. We need these celebrity, other celebrities speak up too. Like, I want to see Beyonce. I want to see Jay. I mean, I you know respect what? Beyonce and them was doing yep. the, you know, Coachella thing and bringing the blackness and addressing uh, goddesses and things like that. Yoruba, you know, religion. I but, am not a Beyonce fan, but you know what? There are so many things that Beyonce and Jay-Z do that they just don't publicize. Yeah. Like that, somebody had that's gotten, true. Somebody had gotten incarcerated, one of these wrongly incarcerated people. They wouldn't bet a nigga out. But the thing is, I feel like they need to publicize it. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's good you doing all these this stuff behind closed doors and stuff, but like when you really get down to it, are you willing to take the stand and be public about it and say, you know what, hell nah, this is wrong. Yeah. We gotta think, stop somewhere. I think Jay got a master plan that he hasn't revealed the final plan yet. I hope so. Because he's I been really doing do. little, it's been little shit he's been starting to reveal. You know what I mean? It's been little stuff. He, like, he did the whole tour on the run, on the run tour at every NFL stadium to prove points in the field. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what like even Kardashian. What's that other name? Kim Kardashian? Like, yeah. she, she got shorty out of jail, whatever. And I think that that was nice. But, to me, like, did you do this to help her or did you do this for the picture? Because to me, if I was going to get somebody out of jail, I'm not taking a picture of Donald Trump. Get the bitch out of jail so we can move on. I'm not taking a picture with you, though. See, and I, I did not want to go down that rabbit hole. I'm not going to. I'm not going. Yes, we are. So, um, <laughs> no, we're not. Never mind. I, I was, yes, we are. Go ahead. I, do it. I was, I, I was, I'm absolutely there with you with Kim helping people get out of prison, but Kanye is not helping Chicago. Like, Never mind. I, I can't do it. Never mind. Well, Kanye is probably on that same Demi Lovato thing, so you know, just you know, chances though. Didn't Chance get like a million dollars to school? Uh, school yeah, system? he did. Well, but if you don't got the right, if it's not going to the right hands, what is that doing? Like, exactly. You got to think of the system too. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you give a school district that ain't got no money a million dollars with poor administration. And half ass teachers that don't really give a fuck. You're going to have a whole bunch of material in the classroom that they never use. Mm -hmm. A lot of money, man, pocket it. <laughs> mm hmm. Pocket it. So, Spend on dumb shit like a new field. 
So I want to ask <laughs> question. So we, we're going to move off that because we got to get into entertainment before we actually get into what's bothering us. Uh, so, Chris, say if you are in a relationship with someone. Actually, I can't even use you as an example. I'll just Why read. not? <laughs> I, I can't because the thing is, like, with Chris, like, she wouldn't even let this shit happen. So <laughs> I might. It depends. I'll be honest. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to read the article and I'm going to see if Chris can relate it to herself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Blended family trips. This leads Alicia Keys, Mashonda, and their kids go to Egypt. Ooh. <laughs> they got shit. Because they like Egypt had like wars and shit. Well, not, not. It's not about Egypt itself. It's the fact that we all know that Swiss left Mashonda for Alicia Keys. And even though I guess their relationship is good now, it's just the principle of them all going on a family trip together so i mean i look at it two ways one it might be a little bit too close for comfort like why but at the same time if you really moved on the hills in that situation and you really realize like maybe this person is better for this person than i am or Mm -hmm. maybe i'm better with this like we don't know if she got a little boo thing now and she's just like you know this person is way better than you ever loved me. Like it might be one of those situations where they really both found a soulmate and they could be in the same spot and not even care because it's like, we were never meant for each other in the first place. And they might be all down together. You never know. This yeah. might turn into some, some brother polite shit. <clears throat> or it could be like, cause, cause Will and Jada were in, were in the same situation, you know, Will's oldest son, um, was my, he had he had her, had him by another woman before before he met. Ashley cheated on her with Jada. He did. She did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. You should check out the the the, the Facebook Live series that Jada has. And she talked about this and how it took them a while to for them that like when the wreck is how and everything. And now you do everything together. Like she didn't imagine life without like her support and and then she always had to fucking realize like all right this, this, you, you ain't with him no more i am but we still have a child together like mm-hmm. that that's what it should ultimately be about like if you have a child with another woman you with with a woman you leave that woman to be with another woman um you should always it should always be about like the child Mm-hmm. The child should come first. Yeah, don't fuck with our relationship. Was mm-hmm. it, it's about our it's about our kid. Okay. And I like blended family things. I like to see you know. Yeah, I, I think that is just not a normal thing. Mm-hmm. But I think that we see so much, especially in black men. Well, I don't really see this type of happen in white men. I'm also not looking, but. Like we, it's so much violence and tension and hatred when somebody leaves my gives my. Don't be letting such and such around my kid. Mm-hmm. I don't want this nigga around. You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't you just all like, you know what I'm saying? Like, be adults. Like, yeah, your relationship obviously wasn't working. You know, like, be a family. Like, go one shit together. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, I'm fine with this shit. Now, granted, Alicia Keys, I don't know if she's perceived as a homewrecker, but I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't be with this shit. She's but you know, like, if it's a normal situation, like, I think that it's good, it's healthy. You know, you don't have to be tense and angry. Like, it's also not a lot. We don't know what they do behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying, like, we don't know what conversations they had. 
who slapped who. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they, they over that shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they rumbled a couple times. That's and what I'm you, saying. You don't know what quite fucking simple land anyway. You know. Speaking of people who tiptoe around, uh, Mr. Studio Girl. So Trey Songs is being sued by the woman that apparently accused him of attacking her in February, but she lost that you know trial. So she's going back and going for medical expenses and additional damages as a result. She says that her shoulders, her jaw, and her legs were bruised, and her eye was swollen shut. Um, her name is Andrea Bura. Guess the race. Um, Maybe Latino. Yeah, yep. I was saying, like, I'm not sure. Okay. W.H. Eight. Oh, no, no, she's Latino. She's Latino. Oh, um, that's yeah. weird. Um, which, which means you know what I'm about to do next. Because I'm shit. I'm going to find her Instagram and look at all the wish you were here photos that she does. Because um, it's going to happen. Um, anyway. I got to find her. Yeah, oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. Um, so she said in the court documents that the I Invented Sex Artist, the fact that this article actually said that, Jesus Christ, um, says that he began to choke and hit her in the face, finally relenting after one of his bodyguards inserted himself into the situation. She was ordered to remove her shorts, and she was wearing them that belonged to her friend. I'm like, this is, for me personally, like, Trey, I'm like, what's up with these R&B like light skinned niggas who honestly live that shit that rappers talk about <laughs> between him and Chris Brown and August Alcina. Matter of yeah, fact, where the fuck is August Alcina? Like, Jesus. Where the fuck is um Jay Holiday? We don't know. You know, oh, he, he is <laughs> in the CVS right now. From what? He's working in like CVS from what my friend told me. But I oh, mean from? Yeah. What? Yeah. That nigga's first album was a classic. He might really be at CVS. <laughs> now, I'm going to be pissed off if I go to that CVS and I see that nigga. Like, can you imagine how many people? Never mind. I'll be like, yo, bitch, eh, eh. <laughs> Y'all look crazy. <laughs> you know, I could not stand Trey Songs when he first came out. That was my nigga when he first came out. I hated him so much. And then I don't know if I had a real heartbreak or something or something happened, but I'd really be feeling this nigga's music. Like, I'm like, yo, this shit is like... He makes some good, like, I want to fuck you classics. Yeah, but I don't even be really trying to hit. I just be like, yo, this is really Like, you like, damn, Trey, you like it rough, don't you? Y'all like Wonder Woman? (laughs) Wonder Woman was all right, but I think... That's like my favorite, one of my favorite songs, right? That's what I be thinking when I be stepping to a chick. Are you a Wonder Woman? You know what song is my shit though? Neighbors know my name. Neighbors know my name. Making love faces. Love faces. faces. Yeah, that's my shit. shit. He's like the millennial version of Luther Vandross, maybe. No. Then he makes um, like baby. I'm saying like baby making music. No, it's not. I was about to say shit. Luther Luther made songs you wanted to make love to, like so does Trey. It's just more raunchy. <laughs> yo, sad, <laughs> yo, sad, yo, sad, yo, sad. Oh, oh, the bear. Huh? I gotta download some Trey songs. Maybe Lou Ross. Maybe he's like, <laughs> whoa, you want to say Lou Ross? Ross. <laughs> you gotta chill. <laughs> like Millennial Lou Ross. What was, that what was that video that happened on YouTube a couple years ago? He was imitating Trey songs. I'm trying to remember. Like, oh, you know what? I figured it out. I know why I like Trey songs. <laughs> 
Made that song with Tony Braxton. That's why. What song was that? They made a song called Yesterday. Yep. And I was like, oh, this nigga's actually pretty good. But mm. I think it's only because he did that song with Tony Braxton. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trey is now like, I guess you want to say he can try to be like Ty Dolla Sign, or he could have been Ty Dolla Sign because all he does is features nowadays. But check this out Ty Dolla Sign don't look as good as Trey, so he would never be him. Oh, I don't know. I don't be looking like that. Sorry. Well, as the woman, as the woman of the show, Ty Dolla Sign is, is not aesthetically pleasing. That's the only thing Trey got on him that he looked better. Yeah. That nigga Ty has a talented motherfucker. Like he be oh, he is like that. Like she was stoking, stoking in the yeah. morning, morning, yeah. <laughs> in another joint. I ain't even get to know you. <laughs> hey, <that's how> <laughs> Ooh, I ain't even get to know you. <laughs> uh, and Trey on that song with him. So, oh yeah, he's like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, that's why that joint was a hit, yo. Trey on the song with him, yeah. Trey is on that joint. <laughs> so I, I hate the fact that we got to talk about her. So I'm gonna make this brief. Oh god, hey, no, who's this? Just Roseanne? No, no. Oh, we're oh, talking okay. that bitch. We're talking about Nicki Minaj. Yes. Oh god. I knew that shit was coming. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it quick. Uh, the album is still not in. Uh, so we can just make that crystal clear. <laughs> That was petty. <laughs> wow. So, instead of her focusing on the album Queen, um, or the fact that, you know, she's just Nicki Minaj, she goes and she's basically doing everything Azalea Banks does in the interim of Azalea Banks shutting up for two weeks. So she says that she is dating two men, which she didn't name. She went on Ellen and told Ellen nobody. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. Now she can't. She can't tell Ellen what the second single is going to be, but she can tell him that she does have two men. Uh, go figure. Um, next up on the docket for Nicki Minaj, she said that she wanted to punch Travis Scott in his fucking face over the album beef. Now, do you want me to just play this clip? Because sure, why not? Why not? We're here. Uh, well, I will not, since it has an ad. But <laughs> YouTube is so petty, man. Yeah. Hey, you got to pay, pay for Yeah, I got YouTube real. I pay for my shit. Never mind. Either way, it says that she opened up about her beef with Travis Scott, which got to be one-sided, because this nigga Travis ain't said shit. Honestly, I can't think of a moment where I've actually heard Travis Scott say something that was not on a record. So, right, exactly. So like, you beefing with yourself, sweetie. Either way. So that was the second thing with her. The more important thing, because apparently those two articles or those two things that happened with her this week weren't enough. So at the Made in America Festival, she pulled a Janet. Um, shout out to Bobby Brown. She explains that she had a nip slip at the festival where she was doing a performance and her titties. I mean, she had no bra on. It was just nipples. So, so she got her boobs done from like the split second that you saw it. But w- what is going on with y'all girl, man? Like, I, I think y'all girl. <laughs> well, she everybody girl. I ain't, she ain't fucking my girl. Let me tell you something. I ain't never listened to a goddamn <laughs> Nicki Minaj song since Nicki Minaj been Nicki Minaj. All right. Yeah. They ain't no itty bitty pity. I was on the plane with Dwayne. You come and me. I go to hell, man. 
But, uh, <laughs> was, that, was that Nikki or was that Safari? Like no, Ooh, shady. <laughs> I, 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 I used to I fuck with Nikki, man. Hey, yo, Chris, your I want her to get paid. So freaking hilarious to me. You said what? Your commentary is so freaking <laughs> hilarious to me, man. I just want her to get past this little phase she going through. Like I watch. I want her to finish um, unraveling so she can recover. Yeah. Please unravel. alert. She won't. Oh, yeah, damn. I agree. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is not going to recover. We should just enjoy the ride while she's going down and just be entertained. Mm-hmm. Well, sorry. Let's, let's just, I, I got to get away from her because Nikki is like foot fumbles. Like, she you can't get away from her. She's like roaches. She's always going to fucking be there. Exactly. So, speaking of, you know, nudists and people who just like being naked all the time, um, have y'all heard Lloyd's new album? Who? Lloyd. Lloyd, I fuck with Lloyd. He got a new album? Yeah, he um, has an LP. Now, he came out with the EP called True back in 2016. Yeah, I remember that one. He actually released the album called True last Friday. Um, The album cover from what women told me was better than the album. Me, personally, I don't think Lloyd can do anything wrong when it comes to music because I usually release most of the shit. But the album cover, he's like ass naked. Standing in front, well, standing behind a guitar. Um, now, he's trying to be like D'Angelo? Basically. Um, more people talked about the actual album cover than the album, so I'm not going to say if it was really bad. I will say that there was one artist that was better than him album-wise. Um, I, I can't remember the dude's name. I was listening to it on the way home today and actually hit him up because I thought the album was phenomenal. Um, Jack Harlow, he has this album called Loose. Now, he looks like what Post Malone would look like if, you know, he didn't go to every tattoo shop that he saw. <laughs> but, I mean, if anybody's listening, the Jack Harlow album, Loose, is probably the better albums that has come out in the past two weeks, um, including mm-hmm. Lloyd's. I did like Lloyd's, but this Jack Harlow album is fucking amazing, like, from top to bottom. Hey, bro, don't get that shit on my seat, bro. Mobbing in the Bentley, smoking moon rocks. Pocket full of motherfucking blue guap. Half an ounce in my Gucci two socks. For the summertime, got a new drop. Trapper slash rapper slash bad bitch. Snatch it, come here. Baby mama mad. She said you live like a bachelor. So what? Sold a hundred pounds and gave ten percent to the pastor. Keep going up the ladder. They mad, make them matter. Told my son when I'm gone, you gon' be a rich little bastard. Pointers on me hitting, leave a bitch dizzy. All my old bitches feeling salty. Yeah, yeah. MID, I'm talking about why you doubt me. Yeah, yeah. But I still miss you. Can you call me? Yeah, yeah. I heard I she changed that you still balling, yeah, yeah. She used to bust them scripts for me at Walgreens. Snuggling our cottage was my calling. Hey, hey. Foes on the Mercedes, that's major. Whole gang going crazy, that's major. Millions on the table, that's major. I turn dirt into diamonds, that's major. <laughs> you, you searching for fame. I became a superstar in the dope game. Found out you a hater, I can't look at you the same. She said, can she take a picture with my chain? Got two twin sisters, call them yin. And then, segueing into that, we have your boy, B-Rabbit. Who? B- Who's that? B-Rabbit. Oh, Eminem. Knees, weak arms are heavy. Vomiting on the sweater already. 
I honestly don't know where to begin with this. So basically Eminem came out with this album Kamikaze last Friday. Um, it was a surprise album because honestly, we are no longer surprised by Eminem. His albums are like Nikki's albums. They come and go. Um, whenever they do come. Um, but with Eminem, I think he's going through that phase where rappers that are not in the generation or of the generation are like, nah, this ain't it. Like, remember when Jada Kiss came out with, like, the top five? And mind you, that album was dope, but that's dope for people who, like, fuck with Jada hard. That was a good Jada album. I don't know if he was faking on that joint. Yeah, people like, you know, the newer generation didn't fuck with it because they like, top five? How's he top five? And then he put like, Bull Yachty or something in top five. We're like, wait, what? Like, okay, fine, cool, whatever. <laughs> top five new rappers like him. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I got to keep referring to Button because, you know, I was listening to the podcast earlier. He was saying that he keeps trying to seem like he's trying to prove himself. And my thing is, Eminem's never really proven himself. He's just always been, like, the only one of his class, the only white rapper that was actually decent that we wanted to fuck with. And then, you know, you had people spawn off of the, you know, minority when it comes to hip-hop. You had, like, Jin, who was Asian rapper. And you had uh, Blind Fury, who was blind rapper. But Eminem... Oh, yeah, Blind Fury. (laughs) But Freestyle he, Fridays at one of six and plus. Blind Fury. I was like, who the fuck are you talking about? But it was that blind nigga. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, Eminem comes out with this album and more people took away from the album the shit that he had said to you know, like other rappers more than honestly the album itself. He called, you know, what's this dude's name? He basically went at Joe Button, Lil Yachty, Lil Pump, Lil Zan. Uh, he went at Charlemagne. He went at Donald Trump again. He went at Ja Rule. He called um, Tyler the Creator the F word. I'm not saying it on this podcast, and nobody else should. Oh, what. that's so bad because I really like Tyler Creator. Yeah, but it, it's just like, yo, what? He he went at he went at everybody. Um, they say he just started to respond to shit he heard over the years, and he just he just now decided to respond. But it's like. Why? Um, more importantly, he he clearly likes white on white crime. So I fully support that. He trust me. I, I think a lot of us do. But the one person you don't fuck with is a dude who looks like he's in the brotherhood. I ain't gonna say the first word, but um, Machine Gun Kelly. So <laughs> and mind you, Machine Gun Kelly. I haven't checked him in. I haven't checked for Machine Gun Kelly since I found out he stopped fucking Amber Rose. And I think that's how I feel about a lot of rappers that fucked Amber Rose or were with Amber Rose. I'm like, oh, well, guess their careers tanked. We've been in the same sense. Um, honestly, who? She's I actually really like MGK, though. Yeah. Shout out to Cleveland. Yeah. Well, nah, I'm sorry. I can't shout out Cleveland. That's Cleveland lit. <laughs> it, it, it is lit with LeBron jerseys on fire, but I mean, besides that, oh, oh chill. God. They're not doing well, that no more. They they got their championship. We cool, man. Well, are you? So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm gonna let y'all hear this track 
by MGK. If you haven't already heard it, I'm gonna play it and then you know I'm gonna put y'all on mute so you can hear it. Whew, boy, oh boy. Hey, somebody grab me some clippers. This fucking beard is weird. Tough talk from a rapper paying millions for security a year. I think my dad's gone crazy. Yeah, Haley, you right. Dad's always mad, cooped up in the studio, yelling at the mic. You sober and bored, huh? I know. I'm about to be 46 years old, dog. Talking about, I'ma call up Trick Trick. Man, you sound like a bitch, bitch. Man, I can handle your shit. You mad about something I said in 2012? Took you six years and a surprise album just to come with a diss? Homie, we get it. We know that you're the greatest rapper alive. Fucking dweeb, all you do is read the dictionary and stay inside. Fuck rap god, I'm the rap devil. Come a bare face with a black shovel like the Armageddon. When the smoke settle, his body next to this instrumental. I'm saying, I'm sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats. Let's talk about it. I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad. Let's talk about it. Both of us single dads from the Midwest, we can talk about it. Or we can get gully, y'all size up your body and put some white chalk around it. Let's talk about the fact you actually blackballed a rapper that's twice as young as you. Let's call Sway, ask why I can't go up to Shea 45 because of you. Let's ask Skinnerscope how you had Paul Rosenberg trying to shelf me. Still can't cover up the facts, your last four albums as bad as your selfie. Now tell me, what are you staying for? I know you can't stand yourself. Trying to be the old you so bad you stand yourself. Let's leave all the beef in the 50. M to push a 50. Why you claiming I'ma call Puff when you the one that called Diddy? Facts. Then you went and called Jimmy. Facts. The conference called me in the morning. They told me you mad about a tweet. You wanted me to say sorry. I swear to God I ain't believe him. Please say it ain't so. The big bad bully of the rap game can't take a fucking joke. Oh, you want some fucking smoke, but not literally you'll choke. Yeah, I'll acknowledge you're the goat, but I'm the gunner, bitch. I got you in the scope. Don't have a heart attack now. Somebody help your mans up. Knees weak or old age. The real slim shady can't stand up. I'm sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats. Let's talk about it. I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad. Let's talk about it. Both of us single dads from the Midwest. We can talk about it. Or we can get gully. Y'all size up your body and put some white chalk around it. Hello, Marshall. My name's Colson. You should go back to recovery. I know your ego is hurting just knowing that all of your fans discovered me. He's like, damn, he a younger me. Except he dresses better and I'm ugly. Always making fun of me. Stop all the thuggery. Marshall, you living in luxury. Hey, look what you've done to me. Dropped an album just because of me. Damn, you in love with me. You got money, but I'm hungry. I like it this, but you won't say them lyrics out in front of me. Shout out to every rapper that's a fun to me. Know that I'll never do you like this fuckery. Still bitter after everyone loves you. Pull that wedgie out your dungarees. I gotta respect the OGs. And I know most of them personally. Hey, but you just a bully acting like a baby, so I gotta read you a nursery. I'm the ghost of the future, and you just have to need a Scrooge. I said I'm flex, anyone can get it. I ain't know it would be you. I'm sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats. Let's talk about it. I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad. Let's talk about it. Both of us single dads from the Midwest, we can talk about it. Or we can get gully, y'all size up your body and put some white chalk around it. Hey, ride a shoddy, cause I got a road that's dope. It's a fast road. When your idols become your rivals, yeah. Never hesitate to say it to your face, I'm an asshole oh my God, We know you get nervous, rabbit, I see mama spaghetti all over your sweater I wish you would lose yourself in the records that you made a decade ago They were better, according to them, you're a national treasure To me, you're soft as a feather, the type to be scared to ask Rihanna for a number Just hold her umbrella, Ella, Ella I'm not afraid Okay, Oscar the Grouch, chill on the couch You got an Oscar, damn, can anyone else get some food in their mouth? For real, they made a movie about you 
You and everybody's top ten You're not getting better with time, it's fine Eminem, put down a pen Or write an apology Or with a simple fact you had a diss to acknowledge me I am the prodigy, how could I even look up to you? You ain't as tall as me Five eight, man, I'm six four Seven punches, hold your head still Last time you saw eight mile Was at home on a treadmill You were named after a candy I was named after a gangster And don't be a sucker and take my verse off of Yellow Wolf's album Thank you, thank you I just wanna feed my daughter You try to stop the money to support her You the one always talk about the action Text me the addy, I'm pulling up scrapping And I'm by my fucking self, what's happening? ESC captain, salute me and shoot me That's what he's gonna have to do to me When he realizes that it ain't shit he can do to me Everybody always hated me This isn't anything new to me Yeah, there's a difference between us I got all of my shit without Dre producing me I know you're not used to me Usually one of your disses should ruin me But bitch, I'm from Cleveland, everybody quiet this evening I'm reading the eulogy Dropped an album called Kamikaze So that means he killed him Already fucked one rapper's girl this week Don't make me call Kim I'm sick of them sweatsuits and them corny hats Let's talk about it I'm sick of you being rich and you still mad Let's talk about it Both of us single dads from the Midwest We can talk about it Or we can get gully Y'all size up your body and put some rock uh, around it <laughs> This white on white crime is delicious Nigga, nigga As you say nigga. It was a good diss <laughs> It was a good diss I, I respected diss but <laughs> Dude, uh, we really, we really care. Like, do we really care? Do we? We care because honestly, ain't nobody fucked with him like that on that level, man. So yeah, even on that level, that nigga ain't going to still to ride with no Eminem because like it's just not gonna happen. I understand people can't relate to him. All that I understand, it. I can't relate to him evil. But let's keep it real. The niggas eat. Eminem is in the position he's in for a reason. They didn't just give it to him. <laughs> he, had, he, was, he, had to, he had to rattle. He, 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 had to, he had to hold his own, and he did. Now, do y'all not think it was hard, though? Exactly. That shit was hard, bro. Um, no, no, that was, a good, I said, that was a good test. That was a good test. That was a good test, but, I mean... My name, what's his name? He said, hey, Marshall, I'm, uh... What, what was his name? Connor? Yep. A Colton? Colton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Just by a nigga named Colton. You know what? Sound off. Marshall and Colton are like some, you know, waspy ass names. Uh, oh, man. Shots fired, bro. M, I'm sorry it had to be you, sir. But they're both from the Midwest, too. This is going to get interesting. I can't I want to see how it's going to pull out. Man, Eminem is going to destroy this dude. <laughs> not saying anything at all. Like, all I'm going to say is. He got to deal with MGK, and then he got to deal with Button. He got to deal. Match up. Don't lose Joe Button's balls. You don't got to say nothing to him. I'm about. I'm about to go with the fire. Hold on. What is Joe Joe Button about to do? (laughs) What? What you got? You know what? What was that song he had? Like, like I feel like this should be treated like Drake and Pusha T or Meek Mill. Like Pusha killed Drake. But then nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared. Like, and, and um, Joe Budden killed Drake. Nobody cared. Uh, nobody even heard Common it. Common killed Drake. Nobody cared. <laughs> like, nobody <laughs> killing Drake. Nobody scared. <laughs> nobody cared. <laughs> Here's the thing. So Drake is undefeated and lost all battles. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's so, why I love him so much. Apparently, M had gone at Joe Button, too. And Button, you know, he's retired from rap now. So what he said was, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just say it on the podcast. He knew he was going to get listens from me. he get a million listens a week. 
So I'm going to play a clip from, you know, what Budden had said on the episode this week because I thought it was pretty interesting. So here we go. Newsflash M. I heard the album. And because I think you don't really know all the members that were in the group, I don't really think you know our history. Let me tell you what Joe Budden has thought this entire time. This is one of the worst songs I've ever Change this fucking cover. Change the fucking tone of this album. Change all this shit. I ain't heard from you in four fucking years. I'm not supporting this. Somebody tell Biden before I stand, he better back. I have a fucking jacket at the club, and he's had to hit the second pick. I've been better than you this entire fucking decade. Huh? Can't say that back then. Can't say that back then. But in my rapper brain, I'm a content nigga. You gotta say something. You have not said anything for the better part of a whole fucking decade. That's true. You have rhymed a bunch of words. I gotta love this hey, little insane shit. Hey. He says you rhymed a whole bunch of words. <laughs> He's funny. We're, 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 we're a jawline. Everlast? It stung you a little bit. And Everlast had to smoke. I know you don't know about me. You better go check my fucking car from the street. You better go ask some niggas that's close to you. I live for this type of shit. <laughs> Yo, lyrical, miracle, spiritual, individual, criminal, subliminal, in your swimming pool. And all of that rapidity rap, lyrical, miracle bullshit, any nigga who wanted like that to think they wanted with me, I don't think you would fare well. So... <laughs> I feel like I'm in control of the rules here, Em. <laughs> I'm back now. You're not so much. You feel like you for- the fans forced you to say something about them? No. No, I don't think it was the fans. It really was just whatever that song was that I was talking about. That the I don't remember the name of the song. But when I heard the song, that really was my natural reaction to the song. But not just Em. Like, I have a problem with artists who latch on to big movements to sell a record. People, people are forgetting something. Yeah. People are forgetting something. This nigga partner is 50 Cent. Not no and, and Dr. Dre. Yeah. Come on. He, he can call 50 be like, what's up with this nigga? Do you have anything on this guy? Even if he don't. <laughs> hey, Dre, I need a beat. <laughs> and, then, and all this shit go, and then everybody be like, it'll be back on him and then dick again. Yep. That's why I don't care about none of this. <laughs> all I'm saying is, when... M drops some shit. He better not go at MGK before he go at Button. You gotta go at the better rapper. My feel like 
if he goes and button, it's one of those things where it's like, MGK, I'm not even dealing with you. Basically how Drake handled every other beef up until the push thing and the button thing. He's like, all right, I got to go to the upper echelon of rappers. I'm not going to fuck with, you know, the Kanye's who say little slick shit and stuff like that because I'm writing for these niggas. But with but I don't think M really wants it. And M is a dope rapper. This nigga's the only person I know that rhymed orange. Like, I'm still trying to figure out how he rhymed the word orange with whatever fucking word he used. I think it was like porridge. Or, what, I think it, it was porridge. He actually rhymed orange oh. porridge. How in the porridge. F- how the fuck did he do that? Either way. That's such a funny nigga word play is crazy. Yeah. But it, my, I don't like, this is my thing. How do you destroy somebody that's not really nothing to do? How do you destroy nothing? Well, more importantly, M ain't had a good track that did not have Skylar Gray or Rihanna as a feature in years. What the last Dre track he had? The last Dre track was the Eminem show, I believe. Um, because uh, we, you got to remember, Dre isn't dealing with Shady Aftermath no more. He's strictly Apple. Um, I'm a hip, but you, I, for a favor, come on now, he'll do it for a favor. He, he probably would, but you got to think. 50 ain't doing the music shit no more. 50 is literally like the bully who is your friend on Facebook now. Like, that's basically who 50 is. And Dre is, like, doing his own thing. You know, shout out to Michelet. Um, that was me, but whatever. Um, but then you got M. He's lost Slaughterhouse. He lost D12. So, I mean, he don't have anybody else. That's why he keeps doing these R&B features. And he's going at every single rapper he can possibly go at, you know, except for like the ones who have already made a name for themselves, like Kanye and Cole and them. But I'm saying, I'm saying, Greg, I feel what you're saying. I honestly think that was a bait trap. The Eminem threw out, and he wanted somebody to respond, and he just ready to unload on somebody's ass. <laughs> this is his way to get back. I'm trying to tell you. And that's the, that's the thing. MGK, mind you, MGK handed him the Budden actually handed him an L for not responding, but telling him, he was like, you got to come harder than that to get me to come out of retirement. The fact that Joe Button is telling Eminem, hey, you can't even get me to unretire with the shit you just gave me. Like, you got to come harder than that. Other than, because I think basically Emmett alleged, you know, allegedly said that Button had gone and abused his girl. We all know what the story was, but if not, I think he like sat on, um, what girl was it? he dated like every Instagram? Tahiri. It was Tahiri. Was it Tahiri? I thought it was the other girl he sat on her stomach. Oh my God. Joe Button's stomach. If, I, if this come out. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you can just Google shit like that. Yeah, it, that shit is sad, bro. Um, Esther Baxter. So Esther Baxter, you're right. Okay, yeah. Apparently, there was a whole bunch of domestic abuse, you know, allegations between Esther and Joe Button. Um, but honestly, I can't. I could not keep up with who Joe Budden has been with. Um, I guess shout outs to him for dating everybody that everybody loves on Instagram. But the fact that she Eminem to Harry, so yeah. gorgeous. Oh, she was. <laughs> Voy en camino. Okay, listo. Sigue te moviendo, 
Coming up, y'all know what it is. It's time for what bothers us. us. Take it away, fellas. Regardless of that, we'll move right along because we getting like tied up on time. So let's move straight into what's bothering us because there's a lot bothering me this week. Um, But I'll let y'all start. Uh, We'll go backwards. So we're gonna start with Tony this week. Thank you. I got two things that fucking bother me, okay? So, y'all know, we lost Aretha Franklin. Terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, you know, I consider myself an artist, you know, in multiple realms, painting, poetry, singing. And I appreciate anybody else that's an artist. So when she died, I was very, like, I wasn't heartbroken, but I was like, this is sad. I'd be losing all the people that I remember growing up on. And... It's funny because she did that Rose instead of Rose Lauren Hill. I mean, we all know how Lauren Hill turned out. But I had posted this meme because, you know, she had that 30-hour funeral. Yep. And I had posted this meme. <laughs> it was Aretha Franklin with her mouth cup like she was yelling, like, and the caption was, bury me. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was hilarious. I don't believe in sad funerals. And so I thought that it was and it was funny because it was so many people, like Donnie Simpson, Virginia Bell had taken this picture of Donnie Simpson, like, he was eating a bag of Fritos, and yeah. she was like, I had to get him back in line, and Donnie Simpson reposted the picture of himself, and he was like, for a nine-hour funeral, they, they lucky I didn't bring a bucket of chicken wings. So, everybody thought the thing was so funny. Mm-hmm. So, this girl that I used to grow up, that I grew up with, her grandmother used to take care of her, take care of all of us, really. Yeah. And so, her, her, that was her grandmother, so her mom, who I really can't stand. She commented on my picture and was like, not funny, not funny at all. This is also after some of you have already said that this shit was fucking hilarious, right? So I was like, it was funny to me. So she was like, I've never known you to be disrespectful. (laughs) This this, this is what she said, because it's going to make me laugh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just going to try hard not to laugh. She was like... (laughs) She was like, I've never known you to be disrespectful. So now we make, are you the kind of person that makes fun of the dead? And she was like, and I love you, nephew, but you can never fill her shoes, right? Mm-hmm. 
So I started commenting, and I no, I did. I commented back, and I said, "One second, I'm gonna help you out with your problem." And I deleted her. And then I sent her a message, and I said, "Listen, I said first and foremost, your comment does not offend me because you have not heard me sing in like 20 years." Mm. That's number one. It is documented that Tony has a five octave range including a minor whistle register. So that should the Mariah Carey mini rope can be doing. Yes, I can do that. So like, I was like, you're not, that doesn't offend me. I guess if I had, if I didn't think that it was true, if I thought it was true, it might offend me. So I was like, that's that. I said, hey, see, you don't even know Arisa Frank. Why are we doing this? Like, this is not somebody that was kin to you. You don't know her. I don't know her. Like her funeral was nine hours long. It was long as fuck. Like, Mm-hmm. Why are you the only person that didn't find humor in this? The shit was hilarious. Like, so she was like, some shit said to me, like, I know that it's just disrespectful and I've never known you. I said, you keep saying this, you don't know me. I haven't seen you in like 10 years. You don't. Stop commenting and stop calling me your nephew. I said, I hate to break it to you, but you are not kidding to either one of my parents. And they don't really like you, which is why they never answer your phone calls ever. I said, I tell you that they missed it, but they didn't. They saw the phone ring. They have caller ID. They know when people call. I said, stop getting involved in things that don't, stop getting so worked up about things that don't really bother you. I said, you can focus more on why you have more facial hair than any dude I know. So I'm going to stop responding until you take care of your little thyroid hormone issue. Hello. I ain't gonna do all that in front of Facebook. So I sent her a personal message. <laughs> that was kind of you. <laughs> yes, it was because the world knows I would light your ass up. Like, don't don't do this to me. I don't care how old you are, lady. So I called my mom, and when I told my mom, I said, "My mom, she's somebody that I can never feel and read the phrase with shoes." My mom just bust out laughing, and she was like, "She don't know." Uh, but don't, don't but even so, like, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? Like, what, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> it didn't. And I was just like, you're really fucking trying. And I guess that was my thing. Like, you're making an attempt to come at me about a person you don't. Why are you so emotionally involved with the Like, you don't even I know don't And I told her, I said, this sounds so fucked up. But I was like, I don't care that a rich prank was dead. I don't care that she was alive or dead. I don't know her. As far as I'm concerned, I'm, there is no proof to me, as far as I'm concerned, that Aretha Franklin is dead. I didn't see her die, and I didn't go to her funeral. Like, <laughs> like I don't know her. Like, you don't know her either. You saw, you seen her through TV. Like, relax. <laughs> people get so involved about people that don't even, Aretha Franklin don't know that you exist, that you were born, that you are as old as you are. She don't know shit about you. Like, relax. The shit was fucking hilarious. Stupid ass. Then, that was just the first thing. So, that... I don't know that bothered me. It bothered me that I had to do this with this old ass lady. <laughs> but, but the other thing that bothers me is that, like I told y'all, like I'm talking to this girl, and like you tell, like her mom, her dad, everybody's like, oh, this is my son in law. He'll be my son in law. But then, like with her, I'm like, are you interested? Why do you seem so distant? And I know that her sister told me she was like, oh, yeah, you know, she's trying to take things slow. But there is a certain limit how slow you can take things before somebody gets disconnected. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, if I'm doing this stuff, like, don't take it. I should say don't take it slow, but go with the flow. Like, I'm not going to rush you to get married or nothing. We don't have to be like, in no legit relationship yet. But, you know, if somebody's like, hey, you know, and I know girls play that game because I know the dudes, I do it. So be like, you know, people try to hang out with you. You don't want to seem too eager. So you'd be like, oh, I'm too busy. I got to do this. I do this. Oh, okay, that's fine. 
if you're too busy, then I know somebody else who isn't. For every girl that I'm interested in, there's somebody else I can hit up that I'm, I wasn't interested in. I can hit somebody else up there. Oh, you don't want to go to the movies? Cool. We can go to the movies. Now I'm spending that time with somebody else. Don't do that, people. Do not, do not pr- play those games because you're going to find yourself alone. Mm. Find yourself by yourself. Absolutely. So, Q, bothering you this week, fella. <clears throat> What's bothering me this week? Oh, oh. What's bothering me this week is parents who are in denial. Oh boy. Oh boy. I gotta get the uh-huh. ready. <laughs> parents who are in denial. Now <clears throat> you know in my career field, you know, I deal with a lot of children that have that are special. They're special in their own ways. Aww. No, I mean, it's good special and what you may think is bad special, but they're all special in their own way. But when you have a child that is crying out for help, that you see has, something is not normal, yeah. and, you tell, and you approach the parent, and you let them know your concerns and <clears throat> you let them know your concerns and they like, oh no, nothing's wrong with my baby. My baby's fine. He don't do this at home. No, you just don't you no, you're just not paying attention. And second, you're in denial. Your baby is doing this at home. You just don't want to admit that he that he that that Johnny or Jill is. And that's okay. But when they're bringing what they're doing at home or what you are failing to see at home or failing to acknowledge at home. Then they're bringing it into the classroom and they can, they're making the teacher's life a living hell. Mm-hmm. And we try, and we're trying to work with you. We're trying to work with you in order to make, not make our lives a living hell and you just ignore it or you push it aside. That's wrong. Yeah. Stop. We need to. We need to get over the stigma of. Okay. We need to get as as a parent. If there's something wrong with my child, I'm going to. As a teacher, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put that burden on my child's teacher. <clears throat> my child's teacher come to me and say, "I'm seeing this and I'm seeing this." Okay. We gonna get this. We gonna get this straight now. We gonna get this taken care of. We gonna see what the hell is going on because I want my child to succeed. It's not. It's not me being in denial or whatever. I want what's best for my child. And on the second point, all these parents who are faking these illnesses and faking these diagnoses in order to get a check, you deserve a special place in heaven. <laughs> faking. Let me get a check. Hold on, faking illnesses, faking, faking diagnosis in order so they can get an SSI check. Oh, wow. you deserve it. You deserve a, you, you deserve a special place in hell because you're not using that money. And, and let's be real and frank: some of these parents and some really do need that do do need that do need that money, that extra money that they that they get in order to get the services and things that their children need. But for you parents. That's just thinking of an illness. Oh, my child has ADHD. Oh, my child has this. Oh, my child has that. So that you can collect that check. 
You need to send me your ass, wait for the first of the month to come, and then you're going on a shopping spree, but your child is still suffering. Like I said, you deserve a special place in hell. I got a question. That's what Do they have ADHD kids in other countries? Because that's where I never hear about this shit in other countries. That is a good... I'm right. That is a good question, and absolutely that's going to be something that I'm going to talk about more when my episode comes along. So, stay tuned. I don't think that some of these things... I should say they're not. It's made up. We're over-medicating our kids. I agree. That's the point of the story. We are over-medicating our kids. Some of our kids children need some tough love. They don't need a damn pill. Now, granted, I think some, some of these kids need to run fucking outside because they some of these kids need to get Fortnite. off the goddamn PS4. Need to get off the Xbox One. Need to get off their mama and daddy's uh, iPhone, Android, or whatever device they use, and they need to go the fuck outside and play. Yeah, I've, I'm sorry. I've never, and I could just be under a rock somewhere. I've, I just don't hear about ADHD. Anyway. And these other things. I don't hear about certain things in other countries. I, I don't. Nah, because they beat you with a stick. I really think, honestly, no bullshit. I think that that's what the problem is. And I started working at this school and they'd be telling us like, you can't say this to the kids. You can't say this. Because it makes the kids, like, I feel like when you do that, you, you just oversensitizing everything. Like, it's okay to say shut up to somebody. Like, that's not going to damage them. Like, you make it so that they're so guarded and people have to speak so nice to them. That's not the real world. When you start talking to kids, like real people going to talk to them. I feel like we're setting ourselves up for some terrorists because I feel like when kids get older, somebody's going to say something to them that's probably not going to And they're going to and they're, and they're they're gonna gonna go off. Yeah, they're going to snap. So, yeah. that's what's bothering me this week. Oh, okay. Well, that was heavy. So, CJ, what's bothering you, bro? What's bothering me this week? Um, I was about to say, ain't nothing bothering me, but nah, I had something bothering me. I'm sick of uh, I'm sick of people who lack their own opinion. Mm-hmm. Get with ass individuals, <laughs> like. What the? Who are you, man? Like, who are you as a person? Where's your individuality? Like, what do you really think, man? Don't think some shit because you, you're somebody you think cool. Think some shit. You feel me? Yep. Like, what? What? Like, what do you really think about a situation? Like, don't just go with the flow because that's what, the, what that's what the crowd want. Me, I can't wait to say some shit the crowd don't agree Absolutely. with. <laughs> don't you love it? I'm like, oh, that's what y'all think. Fuck that shit. I'm not rocking. I'm not rocking for that. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to do that. And I don't do that purposely. I, I honestly look at whatever the situation is or whatever, whatever, whatever we're breaking down, whatever we're looking at. Oh, I say, okay, logically, let me see how this is supposed to go. Okay, well, this shit don't make sense to me, y'all. Why does mm-hmm. it make sense to you? <laughs> tell me your opinion. I'll tell you mine. My <laughs> you know what, is, CJ? What's you got to keep those people around, and I'm going to tell you why. In life, there are people that are the controllers and the people that are to be controlled. Absolutely. Yeah. And them niggas that can't think for themselves, those are the controlled. Sometimes you need somebody that you can pitch around a little bit. Just a little bit. And my thing is, that's, that's, that's same, true. That's not everyone's a leader. Nope. These same people, though, Tony, be so boisterous and, and act like they just so 
they got the smart ass comments and and just like they so about that life. You be like, yo, shut your following, shut your smileless yeah. ass down. I <laughs> like, you know, like, come on, man. Jellyfish. And you know, I used to know this girl in vertebrae. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she, she would never, she has so much mouth. She was from Jersey. She has so much mouth. She would talk so much shit all the time. And it's funny because if you just don't talk to her and you just watch her interact with other people, and you'd be, you would watch her change her opinion, her, her viewpoint like 70,000 times. And I'm like, what do you really believe? Because like, yeah. you know what's funny? Let me tell you. She assumes other experiences, which I think is an interesting thing. I had this experience. I was walking. You know, Morgan, I don't know if y'all know. Morgan got like an old haunted house thing on his campus or whatever. So there was this one day I was telling her, telling people about this story. I was, I was walking past and I had seen these faces drawn in the window. She going to say, hey, hey, Anthony, you remember when we was walking? Well, who was we? And she was telling the story better than I have ever told the story, but she was telling it like she was there. And I was like, this, what, this didn't even happen to you, bro. Like, what are you doing? But yeah, she's one of the people, like, she's, yeah. like, she got a lot of mouth, but she's one of the people you put on the forefront. You ever go to war? That's, we call those lackeys. You can control her. Lackeys. <laughs> mm-hmm. one, one more thing. I'm going to keep this one quick. I'm sick of all these motherfucking characters, all these different categories of what kind of sexuality, like pants. What the mm-hmm. fuck is a pansexual, dog? <laughs> Ooh, oh yeah, it doesn't have when you believe in dating anything, right? I'm like, I don't know. Like, pan means across, so that part of me doesn't. Mean yeah, that's it's what like is. you don't care if they're transsexual, you don't care if they're gay, straight. It's just so you just buy, you know, like just keep that shit buy. But you so know, not, but also technically, if they had a sex change, you no, are not and engaging. I, I think that shit is ridiculous too, but. <laughs> You cannot yeah, I'm just telling you what they say. That also, I think, comes from people being overly sensitive. People just wanting a reason to have a cause. Because there's no reason why we should have transsexual, queer, bisexual, lesbian. Is lesbian not the same thing as gay? I thought it was. Like, heterosexual. That is like some kind of CIS thing. I'm like, what is all this foolishness? Like, Man, all this silly shit. I don't even care. I really don't having, care. I was having a problem with the fucking bisexual shit. Now you mean to tell me it's about four other categories that's going on with this shit? I still don't understand queer. It's like, what? Queer. I, 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 my whole, the reason it bothers me because I had a conversation and I was looked at like I was ignorant because they keep making up shit. You just make up. Why am I ignorant? Because y'all keep making up shit. You're ignorant. You should have been reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fucking Google, nigga. Fucking trans and shit. And I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant one? No, all you fuckers are ignorant because all this shit is doing is killing humanity. See, you're going to think he's supporting and then they're going to say, nah, you heard this all. I do agree that it is, it is, um... They're making it cool for, to, for you not to reproduce, you know? What the fuck? No, I, I, <laughs> I, I see it as two sides. Right. On one side, I do... I do understand the idea and concept that we should not identify with labels. If you like somebody, you should like them. And that's your business. That's cool. But on the other end, I'm like, you cannot come up with all these different labels. You can't on one end not want to be such a label, but then you got all these fucking labels. Oh, I'm such and such and such. Why? Because I don't want to be attached to a label. Bitch, you just put yourself in the label. What are you talking about? Like, it's too much. It really. I'm sorry, LGBTQ RSTV community. Yeah, that much. And who else the fuck else want to join? Oh, yeah. much. <laughs> you don't. I support you all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So, Chris, what's bothering you so we can get up out of here? You know what was bothering me? People making planes and never pulling up. <laughs> <laughs> like, at me I next literally... Time, at me next time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even give... I'm just saying, so many people hit me up like, yo, Chris, I miss you. We never hang out. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, we don't. Said a whole plan. And then it never happens. And I just be like, damn, y'all don't even call a sister. I ain't even talking about y'all who be calling me. I'm talking about people who don't even call the text and then be like, oh, my bad. X, Y, Z happened. You know what? I'm over y'all. So when CBC come next week, don't be hitting my phone. I'm sorry. Nah, I'm not around. Also, don't be hitting my just don't hit my phone in general. Like I'm done with y'all. Yeah, y'all know who I'm talking to. We get on y'all. Get y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Love and joy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on some real shit. Like there's about three people that text me. I'm like, I'm okay with seeing a text. But I think we get them a little random text. I'm like, yo, what the fuck do you want? Like, why, why are they? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I be getting so upset when I see somebody. Name, I'm like, oh my god, what do you want? Are you asking me for money? Like, what do you, what do you, why are you, why are you calling me? What do you want? And they can just be saying, hey, and they can really, it can really just be as simple as, hey, just check on me. Don't check on me. Like, leave me alone. Hey, sorry, how are you? Oh my god, that shit pisses me. I'm fine, leave me alone. We were not talking for like months. What do you want? Get to the root of this conversation. Mm-mm-mm. And you know what else bothers me? Why is YSL so expensive? Who? I'm looking at their private purses right now. Who? YSL? Yeah, it's St. Lamar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah? I, I haven't seen a purse under 1500 Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the card holder was $200. I don't got the bag. I'm window shopping. Make sure to use window shopper. <laughs> Yo, I'm so fucking cheap because I definitely need to go buy some more like work clothes. Mm-hmm. And it's funny the older you get, the more you're more interested in work clothes than street clothes. Yeah. But I definitely need to go buy some more work clothes. And it's crazy because I have clothes. I don't know, I might put the shit on. But my shoulders have expanded so wide that I can't even fit shit no more. Mm. Well that was a great episode, everybody. Um, we will be back at y'all again next week. So let the people know where they can find y'all on social media. Okay, I'll go first. Um, you can, my name is Tony. You can find me at Tony, the artist 06. Listen, it's mostly music. I'm getting back into my poetry, so I'll be putting that on there too. But if there's a song you want to hear me sing, please DM me, and I will gladly sing it for you. Um, and just keep, you know, keep, if you like the video, share the junk, repost it. You know, tell your friends. Yeah. Q? Um, you can find me at QDZ1906 on Twitter and on Instagram at Your Child's Teacher 1906 Yeah, that's it. What's up, y'all? CJ, you can find me at Quiet CJ Money on Instagram. And you can find me at CJ Jackson on Facebook. And I will be creating a Twitter in the next coming week. So stay tuned. And Chris? I think the lovely Chris is gone. Oh, well, you can find Chris at Chris Cash DC on all social media. And me, you can find 
me with everybody else at Young Black Pod on basically every piece of social media. So it's been real, y'all. Um, see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thank All right, y'all.